0: hello everybody and thanks for tuning in my name is madison scarlett and this is hey 20s this is the podcast where i talk to you about the ups and downs and really anything and everything relevant to a 20 something year old currently living in the year 2021 today we are talking about gratitude and i realize that it sounds a little boring and maybe even a little gimmicky um, but hold on i'm going to try and make it as entertaining as i possibly can Well, I can't promise that, but I'm going to try. And um, I think that there's also a lot of value in in what we're about to discuss. I've learned so much, and I want to share this information with people because it's transformed my life. But the truth is, if you're not looking to grow and if you're not willing to take a good, hard look at yourself and get uncomfortable, do some unlearning and relearning, then I don't think this episode is for you. I don't think this podcast is for you, actually. Because I'm a firm believer that we have so much more control over our lives than we give ourselves credit for. And the only thing getting in the way of our success and our happiness is ourselves. Disclaimer, of course, I'm not talking about anybody who's clinically depressed. I'm talking about the average Joe, maybe even the majority of the population, people who are just bumbling along through life, sort of numbed out. What I'm talking about is not revolutionary. It's not new. People have been talking about this forever. I guess I'm just hoping that the way I deliver this information and how I talk about it will resonate with some people. And maybe you'll take something from it or not. I don't know, we'll see. Stay tuned to find out. (laughs) But what has been revolutionary for me and what I wanna talk about first is yes, being grateful is very important. I think a lot of people talk about being grateful in the moment um, and for what you have and talk about the present a lot but what about being grateful for your past and things that have happened to you even the bad things even the painful stuff and the negative situations because I think it's so easy to look at our past and to look at the traumas and kind of sweep it under the rug and maybe even look at it with um, resentment or somberness just not taking anything from the experiences that have happened to us. And I think it's so easy to fall into this victimized position, into this powerless position where we start convincing ourselves that things are happening to us because of us and that we really have no control or say over our lives. But I think it really does depend on how you want to frame a situation. We are so good at being jaded. Um, from past experiences. But, and what I'm about to say, I think is maybe a little controversial for some people, but I think you can conceptualize past traumas in ways that benefit you instead of framing these injuries as open wounds that will never heal. Let's unpack that. I'll explain what I mean with an example. So, for example, let's say that your partner cheats on you. Um, It's very easy to do the whole, woe is me, Um, you know, my partner hurt me, I can't trust people because they are all liars, because they are cheaters, um, and I'm doomed, I'm never going to have a loving relationship, whatever. I know that that seems dramatic, but I'm just doing this for, um, you know, to prove a point. So that's one way of looking at it or you can try to reframe it in a way that benefits you such as I'm so glad I don't have to spend another second with that person. I'm so glad that the truth has come forward. I am free to move on with my life and I don't have to spend another second with someone who doesn't deserve my time. Maybe you even had like an instinct or you had some kind of intuition that they were being unfaithful. And that's also another way that you can look at it. Like there's a lesson here to be learned, which is to listen to my gut. If someone is waving red flags and you're painting them white, then maybe there's an opportunity for you to do some self-reflection or to honor and respect yourself and to listen to your gut and your intuition. Or you can succumb to the negative experience and believe that people are not to be trusted and that everyone is unfaithful and that you're not destined to have a loving relationship. (laughs) You know, it's up to you. And that's what people mean when they talk about baggage. And I never really understood it before, like I got it, but I'm a very visual thinker. (laughs) And so I think in pictures. And when I really started to get this in terms of letting go of my past and being grateful for the lessons that i've learned i pictured this person holding on to literal bags of luggage and in this visual this person is struggling to hold on to everything they are overwhelmed and they're stressed out with how much luggage and baggage that they have they're holding on to all of this stuff to all of this crap and their arms are full of it they're, they're in pain and they can't move forward because they're so consumed with what they're holding on to and that's I think one way to look at past experiences and traumas that have happened to you are you consumed by it are you clutching on to the things that have happened to you instead of letting go and allowing yourself to move forward because it's absolutely impossible to move forward if you're being weighed down by years of pain. So when I learned this, I immediately went to my roster of traumas. <laughs> you know, the same things that I think about, all of the, the horrible things that have happened to me, like the stuff I would tell a therapist if I were seeing one. Um, and I'm going to share with you some some of the the way that I have reframed a past trauma, which has benefited me. Maybe not benefit me, but that no longer harms me because the way that I've decided to look at it. Um, And I feel removed from it now, I guess, because I've just sort of detached myself. But last night I was feeling a lot of anxiety um, and really sort of dwelling over the fact like am I going to talk about this am I going to say this just again the fear of like other people's judgment and the repercussions um but we'll get into that so when I was younger I experienced a sexual assault um and it was my first uh I guess like sexual experience I don't know I don't even want to call it that because that seems so wrong you know to sexualize a, a young girl Um, but at that moment, my innocence was taken away from me like entirely and it changed the way I looked at myself, the way I looked at my body, the way I looked at, um, men and trusting people. And I felt a lot of shame and I was also very confused and didn't understand. Um, but anyway, I used to give my power away willingly, like the person who hurt me and the person who did this to me, um, had total control over my emotions at that point. I was victimized and I stayed in a victim position, you know, well into my later years, my later years, I'm (laughs) very young still, but you know what I mean? Like it's only within the last couple of years, I would say that, I've been able to let go of it more, but also just within like the last six months or so um, that I've been able to reframe it entirely and take my power back. Like I no longer um, feel out of control or like this happened to me. I just don't feel like a victim anymore. I'll start with the first lesson that I learned from that experience, which is The importance and the value of protecting children. And my mom always said, always, 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 that if I ever needed her to call her, it doesn't matter where I am or what situation I'm in, what's going on, to reach out to her and she's there for me. And she was and she always is. Like, even to this day, even though I live across the country, she is still my best friend and she's still always there for me, absolutely no matter what. So I I know that that's important and children need to feel supported and need to feel like they have someone that they can trust and lean on. But also, we need to have the uncomfortable conversations, the conversations that go over scenarios that we hope never to happen to our children. But it's better to be prepared and to know exactly what to do than to feel helpless and stuck. And that means going through the nitty gritty details in the plans and role playing. Like for example, let's say someone offers you something that you don't want to take. What do you do? What do you say? Or someone tells you to do something that you don't want to do. How do you get out of that situation? It's specific safety planning that protects vulnerable children. Instead of just using the blanket directive of call me when you need me. And this is why I didn't want to say anything is because my mom is the best person in the entire world and she's helped me through everything in my life. And so, um, you know, this is not to cast any shade or resentment or whatever. I thank her for everything and, and she is my entire world. So I'm not saying like things should have been done this way, but I need to look at it this way also for my own sanity and for my own um, mental health. And so this is a lesson that I can use to teach my future children one day. Even though this lesson was at my expense and it's not something that I would wish upon anyone, it's still something that I can learn the value of in some way that I can reframe so it doesn't keep me stuck and it doesn't keep me holding on to that baggage that we talked about. The second thing that I've learned and how I've been able to reframe this is being grateful Yes, for learning the value of protecting children, my future children, but also just children in general. I have so much respect and love for kids. like They hold the biggest place in my heart and I think they're the greatest gift to this earth. I want to help preserve that innocence because I know the pain that comes from it being robbed from you from being in a compromised position, from being vulnerable and not having a voice and someone taking advantage of that. That caused me a lot of chaos in my little brain and being a a little girl. That wasn't fair to me. And because I've experienced that, I now have this fire underneath my ass and this passion in my heart to help preserve the innocence and also Um, help protect children and make sure that they feel safe, that they feel loved, that they have a place that they can go to, because there are tons of kids who don't have that um, safe space. You know, I have an angel for a mother, but there are a lot of kids who don't. And I experienced something very painful, but at least I had someone to lean on. And that's what I've learned out of all of this, that I still had support. I had people who loved me and that wanted the best for me and that were willing to take care of me no matter what. And so I want to be that same kind of support for other kids because I've learned how important it really is from firsthand experience to have someone that you can lean on. So uh, another example is in my last episode, I talked about abusive relationships and the same can kind of be said in in that regard. Like I'm not grateful that I was sexually assaulted. I'm not grateful that I had an abusive relationship, but I learned to trust my gut, to trust my instincts, um, to acknowledge red flags as red flags and not to paint them white. Um, And... I know people who have been in abusive relationships and they say something similar or they talk about the value of honoring and respecting themselves and also being able to detect um, someone who is bad news from a mile away. Like they understand, they recognize the signs, they recognize um, when someone is being shady or when someone is... Like I said, bad news, like they know these things and they're not going to ever let anyone disrespect or treat them poorly again. Like they have such high standards from experiencing the absolute opposite, from experiencing a really unhealthy relationship. They know what's bad. They've been through it. They know all the bullshit. So they have zero tolerance for anyone's crap. Like I said, it doesn't mean that you have to be grateful for the abuse. It doesn't mean that you have to be grateful for the act, but be grateful for the value or the lesson that's come from it because it sets you free. Going back to the baggage analogy, the reason why it's so important to let go and to be grateful, um, for the things that have happened to you in the past not the acts but the lessons that you've learned and the value that you can take from it is because the baggage that you hold on to dictates how you move forward it's like when people say don't cry over spilt milk or you can't cry over spilt milk you know like the glass is tipped over the milk is gone it's on the carpet like you can't you know the trauma has already happened to you how are you going to look at it now? Are you going to say, woe is me and stay stuck? You know, because the fear, the resentment, the guilt, the shame, the embarrassment, whatever it is that happened to you and the emotions that come up, that keeps you stuck. By holding on to that, you're not allowing yourself to move forward and thus you're not allowing yourself to receive any of the good that comes your way because you're already full of bullshit. You're already full of the bad stuff that has happened to you and you don't want to accept the good that may come your way. And I think that's what people mean or what they're trying to say when they talk about forgiving others. Um, And I don't really like that word. I think that it's too dismissive. So you don't have to forgive anyone, but you do have to let go. You have to let go if you want to move forward and live your life. You know, I'm going to use the cheating example again. So someone that you are in love with, they cheat on you and they hurt you. You're left cursing their name, you know, screw you, holding on to all of this hatred, hoping and wishing that one day they're going to get what's coming and they're going to get their karma. It's the same as you drinking poison and hoping that they get ill. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't work that way. Hatred is poison. You're hurting only yourself, which is so ironic because you so desperately want the other person to hurt and feel the pain that they've put you through. And as much as we wish that all of our um, perpetrators get what's coming, I don't know if that's a guarantee. But what is a guarantee is how you move forward and how you decide to live your life. It's like when people say the best revenge is happiness. Yeah, you know, you can look at it like that. So let go for you. Let go because you're ready to move forward and because you desire more out of your life. Like, I was having a beautiful conversation with one of my very good friends. Her name is Emma. She's a lovely lady. Um, And we'd gotten, I don't know quite how we got to this uh, point in our conversation, Um, but that you are your thoughts. And so we started discussing that. You are your thoughts. And I sort of changed my life around with how I was thinking and conceptualizing things like instead of the woe is me and being sad and upset about everything that happened to me you know big air quotes around that um, I decided to just think the best things because I have literally nothing to lose and you have nothing to lose if you feel like your life is already shit if you feel like your life doesn't have any goodness to it, then what do you have to lose by thinking that you're a boss ass bitch? Or what do you have to lose by thinking that you're amazing? What do you have to lose by thinking that you're worthy or that you're good or that you're beautiful? These are things that are only going to help you, but you don't have to look at it like that if you're so stuck and deep within the darkness, because I understand that as well. I was just there a few days ago, which I also learned something from. I'm like so far up gratitude's ass, it's unbelievable. Um, But I was there a few weeks ago and feeling, wow, I have this whole life thing under control. And like I'm invincible. I am just built out of steel. No one can break through me, whatever. Um, Getting really high and mighty. And so this is going to be a weird story, but bear with me. It's relevant. I was in the shower and I was using this body scrub, (laughs) but I had my leg up on, um, whatever, on my tub, and I'm scrubbing my shin. It doesn't matter what I was doing, but anyways, I'm in a compromised position. I slip. (laughs) I almost fell and, like, totally ate shit. My curtain rod went flying, um, and my products flew onto the bathroom floor, like it was a whole mess, but I was just glad that um, I was able to save myself and I didn't fall too hard or slip too hard. Um, But my next thought was, wow, I'm glad that it wasn't as bad as it could have been. And also I need a bath mat um, or a shower mat. So I should go get that. And then I was thinking, like I said, I'm so far up freaking gratitude's ass. Like, wow, maybe I'm going to meet someone that's going to be great. Maybe I'll, I'll meet a new friend or maybe there's going to be a fantastic sale that I'll get to utilize. And I wouldn't have known about the beautiful sale because I didn't almost slip and like break my front tooth. Like this is how, this is where my mindset was. So I was in a totally naively positive place feeling on top of the world. Then all of a sudden, one day, I'm just feeling like crap. I'm feeling like nothing's going my way. I'm feeling really unmotivated. Um, I was just feeling defeated. Wasn't in a good place mentally. And... Um, That instantly humbled me because like I had mentioned, I was in such a high and happy place that I was almost kind of losing my empathy, feeling like, wow, why doesn't everyone think and feel this way? It's so simple. It's so easy. People should be doing it when it's not that simple and it's not that easy. And I was humbly reminded of that when I was so stuck in a rut for whatever reason. And I was having a really difficult time climbing my way out. Which is hilarious because I'm talking to you right now about the uh, power of gratitude. But the point that I'm trying to make is that this is not foolproof. It's not a guarantee that once you start recognizing what you have to be grateful for and how you can reframe things to benefit you, that you're only ever going to experience joy. That's impossible. But coming from someone who was a very um, troubled teen... (laughs) Someone who's been through a lot of things and had a hard time finding the joy in anything. As someone who found it hard to be consistently happy, like any kind of life in me was just so difficult to sustain. I'm now in a much better place in my life and I have less friends and I have less connections and I have more responsibilities and more chaos, arguably, in my life on paper. But I feel so much more fulfilled because I'm able to just reframe it in a different way. Listen, I don't know much, but what I do know is that gratitude has liberated me. Learning keeps us free and I've gained knowledge from my trauma. But also, I don't have all the answers. I mean, go figure, like, like I mentioned, what do I know? Uh, <laughs> I still have resentment towards people and things. It's normal, actually. I think what we're trying to do by working against the grain is the real challenge. Gratitude has allowed me to reclaim my power. I can now look back on the situations that once had total control over me and feel liberated. I am free because the people who have hurt me and the situations that have caused me sorrow no longer take up the space in my head and my heart the way that they used to. I am not a victim because I am not helpless. I'm not helpless because I've learned. Learning keeps me growing and so start off small. What are you grateful for today? What's something that you've learned from? What gives you faith about the future? If you're listening to this, then I know that you are strong. I know you're resilient because it's 2021. And last year was hell. Lots of lessons from 2020, but that's a different episode. Stand tall, persist. Hating is easy and resentment keeps you busy. But it only hurts you and prevents you from moving forward. And there's way too much life left to be lived for you to stay stuck. That's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening, folks. Stay happy, stay healthy, and I'll see you next week. Or you'll hear from me next week, I guess. I don't know. Bye.